the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Cat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancer Land, Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and the host of Wicked Housewives on K-Pod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat gets the ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome, everyone. We have a great guest with us tonight. Christopher Pinkley is a writer, author, blogger, spiritualist, and a consciousness consultant. Yeah, say that five times. Chris is a coach, and he's an author with an amazing story to tell. He has coaching tips to share and a new book that is being released, and it's titled Alive, Awake, and aware, authentic power through spirituality. During this episode, Chris talks about how his spiritual journey began and how he uses his personal success to coach high-level performers like CEOs and entrepreneurs by creating a safe space for authentic expression called emotional integration and What does Chris want to be when he grows up? He says, quote, unquote, I want to really, really be a Jedi. So welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, thanks. (laughs) You you, you did your research because I think I only have said that in, in one place. Um, and, and you know, and I only just recently put that up, so it's funny that you found it. But um, I'll never doubt your ability to find anything ever again. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, um, you know, tell us about this um, this concept or this authentic expression you've ca- got called emotional integration. What is that? Uh, well, well, thanks for asking, Kat. Emotional integration is one of the foundational pieces of of uh, my coaching technique or, or the way I coach. I don't really have a program. My my, my feeling is is uh, the way that I, I work with people is I, I really like to just create the space for them to just speak without, not just without interruption, but without projection, uh, without fear of some sort of uh, emotional reaction. Um, it's kind of actually a new thing. Um, th- you know, there's a lot of great coaches out there, but it, it really mm-hmm. takes something special. Uh, it takes it takes a, quite a bit of cultivation of consciousness to really hold space for people to to let, you know, just to get it out. And I, I find that a lot of these high-level performers are used to having people just sort of talk at them um, and not really used to being able themselves to to really speak what's on their mind. And sometimes this craziest thing happens that they, they, they are able to solve their own problem because they've never been able to actually just speak without fear of some sort of projection. Um, mm-hmm. But the emotional integration is probably the most profound thing that I've I've ever done. It's, uh, it, you know, I, I've called it before. I've called it like 15 minutes of uh, or 15 years of of psychotherapy in 15 minutes. And it's it's basically the ability to access the uh, suppressed emotional charges that generate all the unconscious behavior that keeps us kind of running the gerbil wheel. It keeps us on pattern repeat and uh, allows us to release it permanently and 
And as a result of that, permanent changes in your life will manifest. Um, and it's, it's quite profound. And I've never had anybody walk away from it without, without just, you know, really having some amazing, powerful, and, and always positive changes happen in, in their lives. And, and so it's, you know, it's, 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 part of, uh, it's part of the overall program. Well, that's interesting that you should uh, say gerbil wheel. I love that. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit about what we were talking um, in the green room just before the show. Uh, uh, this emotional integration is kind of based on uh, holding on to something loosely, you know, not holding on too tight so that it can't grow, it can't hope, it, uh, it, it, can't, um, it can't heal, it can't grow, and, and you don't have any open space to move into and so by allowing that space to grow and develop you're actually allowing yourself to manifest whatever it is that that you want to do so we were also talking about some massive changes that are going on and and you were experiencing some as well can can you share some of those changes with our listeners um well, I'm trying to figure out if it's you know the, the, some of the some of the changes are are, are G rated, but some are R rated. Um, <laughs> what's much my range? Okay. Anyway, so, so uh, you know it, it's 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 difficult. It's it's been such a radically um, kind of life altering year for me that, that it's it's sort of difficult to quantify. Um, I basically, I think I've probably learned more in the last last, I would say, three months of my life uh, around business and success than in the last 10 years. And that's a literal statement. And it started with, it started with I decided that I was going to try a, uh, a something. I wanted to try to, to some sort of a pattern interrupt, a massive pattern interrupt in my life because I felt like, you know, I basically was just, you know, incredibly, insanely busy with two different talk shows and coaching clients here and there, and also another little side business. And the thing that I found was that, you know, things were moving, but, but there was a lot of stagnation. There wasn't a lot. A lot of things that I was doing just I felt like weren't effective. And, you know, I had, you know, I, my coaching business was coming along, but ultimately I felt like I really wanted, I wanted to make some, some, I wanted to make some sort of, uh, you know, massive. I wanted to make some real progress in my life, and and I I, I really felt like, you know, I need to I need to I need a, a pattern interrupt, and so I actually went, and I'll just go ahead and tell everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I started studying the effects that um, hallucinogens um, had on consciousness breakthroughs uh, in business uh, for for you know CEOs and entrepreneurs and even you know, rock bands. And I found, and, and, and even Steve Jobs, you know, was, you know, did, did a lot of LSD in his early days, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to enhance his creativity. And it's even, you could even argue that, that we wouldn't have iPhones today without LSD. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, quite literally, you know. And, uh, and so I, I started studying it, and I eventually ultimately decided to, uh, you know, to try to do a, a, a session of, of mushrooms to just make some sort of a breakthrough because I just felt like, you know, I hadn't, I hadn't broken through. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I'm all about making breakthroughs within your consciousness. I meditate every single day I have for, you know, almost two decades now. And, and you know, I do all kinds of stuff. I'm, I'm just always, always you know, doing the work on myself. And, uh, you know, I found that the session, you know, it went halfway the way I wanted it to. And it halfway kind of, I felt like I, you know, it was a little scary for me. 
I've got, you know, mm-hmm. a, a little bit, you know, of the control stuff going on. I, you know, I like to be in control. And for, for that type of personality, it's, you know, hallucinogens are a little scary. and not necessarily recommended, you know. Um, but <laughs> now it's a Wonderland you know, moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Um, uh, it's the, the end result was that after I sort of recovered <laughs> from it, um, I found that I began to think in subtly different ways. And I feel like I was sort of, you know, because I was thinking in this just this just not 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 a, you know profoundly different, but just these subtle little differences in the way I was thinking. And hmm. uh, I, I you know well, well for, as an example, mm-hmm. I found that you know before I would say things that I would actually think about them and see them from you know just slightly different angles. And sometimes I wouldn't say what I was about to say. And of course I've always been an introspective person, but I was I was really you know just gauging you know, some of my thoughts and some of my behaviors before I enacted them. Um, and there were just little things here and there that, that had, had, had shifted within my consciousness, not, you know, not in like in ways that, that, you know, that you could really, you know, get a gauge on, but just very subtle. Uh, ultimately, I arrived at this space where I began obsessively studying a new type of personality and, you know, I had previously, you know, I spent my life studying people who are, you know, Olympic athletes and, you know, high-level performers and, you know, entrepreneurs who are millionaires, self-made millionaires. And I've studied all different kinds of people. But I started to exclusively, somehow I just became obsessed with it. I started to exclusively study the top point, not the top 1%, but the top 0.1% of performers in the world. And specifically, people who had achieved world-caliber success, whether they were an actor, a singer, a dancer, an artist, an entrepreneur, a business owner, a CEO, uh, you, know, um, uh, you know, a famous psychologist. Well, that's interesting. That just went Hello, on by itself. and welcome you know to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show. It aired every Wednesday night. Goodness. My computer just <laughs> turned itself on all by itself and did that. Okay, so you That's know, I guess the computer's into it too. So you you were studying. I'm gonna this take that as a signal that I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the top point one percent of performers in the world is what you were studying, and you and you studied a- this after you started to take the shrooms, right? <laughs> do I have that right? Yeah. Okay. You do have that right. right. You do have that correct. Yeah. The, the, okay. It, well, it's one of those things where it, it, it's it, the changes were so subtle that mm-hmm. it's difficult to connect the dots. But I have to say that you know, within a month, four maybe five weeks after you know I had recovered from it, that's where I wound up one night. Um, is you know just going over this information, and I just as soon as I started, I couldn't stop, um, and it it shifted me. Uh, in in a way that I've never been shifted before. And as a result of that, I began to just, you know, I couldn't get enough. And uh, and I I found something incredibly interesting. Uh, Mm -hmm. I found that 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 elite group of people, that 0.1% of high-level performers in the world, no matter what their chosen vocation happened to be, how they were expressing themselves in the world, they all had a set number of things that they did exactly the same. And, I mean, you know, uh, all the way from Martha Stewart to Steve Jobs to Warren Buffett to Richard Branson to 50 Cent, the rapper, uh, you know, to Eminem to, to um, 
you know, Robert Kiyosaki, you, you name it. They all had a set number of things that they do exactly the same. And, and, uh, and that's actually a book that I'm already halfway through. I've started working on already. So I'm already, I'm already wow. on my next book, book number 22, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know that feeling. So these, the, this, um, you know, this exact number of things that they do exactly the same is are, are any of those things that something that our listeners could do also is there any is there like a big secret like for instance if one of those set number of things is uh swinging from the chandelier without pulling it out of the ceiling i might not be able to do that but are these did you find that by studying this new personality of this top of these top elite people that there is something that we could all do yeah, you have to be able to Okay, that was gonna be a stupid joke. No, here here's 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 something <laughs> from here's something from from uh from the book that is that is specific it's one of the most powerful things you can do. Um anybody can do it, um, uh, but relatively few people take the time out of their life to actually to actually to do this and follow through with it. But it's something that okay. any person can do. And okay. that is the powerful act of setting boundaries, um, setting boundaries mm. with all of the people around you, the people in your circle, uh, you know, people that you care about, people you love, and people, your friends, you know, your coworkers, your business partners, whoever it is, um, setting boundaries in order to actualize your dream. And it's something that anybody can do, but not a lot of people are motivated to do, but it's also because the average person uh, isn't trying to, you know, uh, create world-caliber success in their life, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. what the average person might find is if they set more boundaries, is that they'd have more me time, more time to express yourself. And the next thing you know, maybe you're getting creative and you're thinking of a business idea or you're thinking of some artistic create, creative talent that you, you'd like to explore. Um, and, and so, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the things that every single one of those people has in common is they just said they have very, very powerful boundaries uh, around their work and around their passion and around their time uh, to get everything done that they need to do in a day. Wow, that's really interesting, Chris. And, you know, I can see where that would be an important thing. And I, and it's hard to do. I mean, I, I talked to a really close friend today who did not set boundaries with another friend and was taken advantage of, and it set her back um, emotionally and financially. And uh, so that I can see where that would be a very important point and uh, it's interesting that these personalities set those boundaries it shows you how important they are that is that is really interesting was there anything else that that was really interesting that you'd like to share with us oh there's there's a lot um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be i'm excited about this book Uh, i'm even more excited about it than a live wake aware which is my greatest arguably arguably my greatest work of all time uh, a live awake aware is, is is just a work of art. It's it's the most amazing thing I've done. And yet, what's insane is I'm actually more excited about this book. So I don't even mm-hmm. I don't even understand that. I don't even understand That's that. That's your passion. Part. I can hear that passion in your voice. <laughs> so the, the, this research that you've been doing is going to be in this this book that you are working on now. Is that correct? Yep. And even even this. Yeah. I'm not even saying the title yet because that's going to be top secret. But mm-hmm. you, you will be one of the first people to know for sure. Absolutely. 
Great, because I want to have you back on the show to talk about shrooms and that new personality of the top 0.1% of performers. <laughs> We're going to mix those all up together and then smoke it. <laughs> that's, uh, so that's right. let's, talk, let's talk about your book that's out now. You do have a book that's out right now, don't you? I do. I do, and uh, it, it, it just got reworked a little bit. Um, it's, it's, um, it's called Alive, Awake, Aware, Authentic Power Through Spirituality, and it's basically, um, it's, I, I liken it to The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, but a more modernized, uh, maybe slightly down-to-earth version, meaning more for, you know, for the people who want to understand how to really integrate their psyche to make their life better through, through a mind-body spiritual practice. Um, you know, it's difficult to quantify the book because it's, it's, it's really profound. I mean, I talk about issues like projection. Um, I talk about issues uh, like the emotional body, evolving your emotional body. Um, mm-hmm. I talk about – I also talk about boundary setting. I talk about meditation. Yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's boundary setting is so important that, that it's a mm-hmm. topic that, that kind of comes up in some of my books um, be, because I just, you know, and, you know, and here's the thing is especially for, I believe that boundary setting is more important uh, and more relevant for, for women because women have been traditionally looked at as the kind of the caretaker um, subconsciously, that programming that they're supposed to be the ones that, that, uh, that kind of, you know, pull up the loose ends, take the kid, take care of the kids, make the meals and, and stuff like that. And, and, and for, you know, for most of the women in my circle, that's ancient history. Um, but I know that the subconscious programming is still out there. And so I've dealt with some CEOs and entrepreneurs that are pretty high level that are still, you know, struggling because they, they don't know because they feel like they're sort of responsible for people. So they don't create these boundaries and then they end up getting pulled down Right in the middle, they're in the middle of the business meeting, and they have to, you know, answer some sort of a family crisis, um, mm-hmm. which is totally inappropriate. Yeah, so you know, the people aren't people aren't letting them handle their business, but it's really it's because they haven't uh, created the boundaries. But you know, that's because societally, they you know, there's sort of this belief that they're they're not supposed to have that boundary. They're supposed to be available to to, to you know to heal or to, to fix other people's problems. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've I found well, that that's just really really important, you know, for for female entrepreneurs especially. Oh, absolutely. So we're going into uh, the second half of our show very soon. Uh, We're going to take a quick break for a commercial. Don't go away because when we come back, we're going to be talking about um, the types of coaching clients that Chris works with, the high-level performers, the CEOs, the entrepreneurs, and, uh, you know, these entrepreneur women who he was talking about who still – may have boundary issues and how we can work through those. He's going to share some of that information with us. But before we go to break, Chris, I'd like for you to share your contact information with our listeners. How can they look you up, find you, and read more about you? Um, you know, actually, I have a, a new website that I'm kind of promoting, and it's, it's a blog, and I'm centralizing, I'm going to centralize everything at the blog, and it's it's uh, Christopher Pinkley, P-I-N-C-K-L-E-Y, P- Christopher Pinkley dot, um, what, what type, <laughs> what is it? Um, typepad, <laughs> it's typepad, I, it's silly, I, I all of a sudden I forgot. Christopher Pinkley dot typepad dot com. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and you know what? I'm not even going to change it. I, I I decided I'm just keeping it that way. It's 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 long, but you know what? It's it's okay. So if you if anybody wants to find me, they can go there. I have all my contact information there, and you can see the blog, and I have my books there as well. Great. So don't go away. We're going to be right back with Chris for more giggles in just a minute. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. We have a great show tonight with uh, Chris Pinkley. And we were talking about uh, the new personality and uh, that that Chris has has you know, been studying. It's the top 0.1% of performers in the world. And so I wanted to ask you, Chris, about the type of coaching clients you have because you have high-level performers and CEOs, entrepreneurs, et cetera. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you do with these clients and how you coach them. Um, uh, well, thanks for asking, Kat. So, you know the the first thing that the first the first tenet of, of my coaching is that I really allow I allow them to sort of to to get it out to express you know what's on their mind what's going on with them and, and the way the coaching starts is different from how it how it winds up it starts out with basically kind of unraveling uh, the puzzle pieces and that's you know through through you know they they get to verbalize kind of what's going on inside of them. And what I find is that it, it sometimes it takes a while to sometimes it takes a while to get it out to to actually talk it out. Um, and so a big part of it then is creating a safe you know kind of environment, a safe environment where where they feel like you know I can you know first of all I can trust Chris. He is mm-hmm. not going to project on me. He's not going to judge me. He's actually just listening. And uh, you know for a lot of people that's the first time that somebody's actually just unconditionally listened and heard them. Um, and so that's pretty powerful by itself. And then from there, it basically goes into finding any areas that need to be addressed. Sometimes they know. Sometimes they reveal them by what they're saying. It, you know, it, we always get to the bottom of it. Um, and, and, you know, so step one is, is really, you know, just creating a safe environment. Step two begins to, you know, to find the blockages and to work through that sometimes with emotional integration. And then step three becomes really the art of working you know, working on your business through your consciousness, um, you know, a month after month of refinement of what's going on, how your neural network is firing, how you can be more efficient, um, you know, and, and seeing, 
you know, how you are, your business is a reflection of your consciousness. And when you look at it that way, it becomes much more easy to see, you know, kind of to see what's going on inside of you by looking at your business almost. So it's a process. Um, and it's, it's, it's amazing work. I love what I do. And, uh, the people I work with are outstanding. So the 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 work that you do as a coach is this part of what you write about in your books as well? You know, um, I learn a lot from my clients, and probably one day, you know, I may I may write more of a book about that. I would say that alive, awake, aware, authentic power to spirituality. Um, I learned some of the things I learned in there were from observing observing and interacting with my client, um, mm-hmm. and, of course, learning about myself in the process as well. This book, the, the new book I'm working on now, which is, of course, top secret. <laughs> it seems mm-hmm. so silly for me to talk for to say that, but I honestly, like, I, the title is so hot, I don't even want to say it. I haven't told anybody in the world yet about it mm-hmm. because I just, you know, it, it's one of those things that, you know, with self-publishing, you can snag it and you can, you know, the next somebody yeah. else can, you know, you know what I mean? So I'm not saying it until it's coming out. But um, mm-hmm. um, and maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe I'm silly for, for, for thinking that. No, it sounds like good boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I try to have them, right? Um, so, so you know, the, this book is really, I'm kind of breaking out. Um, I'm going higher, you know, I, this sounds kind of strange to say, but, you know, this, this I'm studying, you know, a, a different level of the game than I've really ever consistently looked at before. Um, and I'm, so, I, I, you know, my coaching is probably going to change because really what I'm looking at are is, is how do you, as a person, if you have a dream to do something amazing, to make history, how do you do that? And this book is answering that question definitively. Mm-hmm. Wow. In other words, I can't instead of just being... Oh, thank you so much, Kat, for saying that. You know, in, in other words, instead of just, you know, um, starting a business and, and making some money or instead of, you know, um, just doing your craft and, and being successful, this is, a different, this is a different type of read. This is what if I'm somebody who has a dream to change the world. I, I'm going to invent the, you know, the, uh, the next, uh, the electric, you know, plane, you know, car plane or something, although they already have that. But, you know, the, the you know, I'm going right. to I'm going to change the world, you know, with my business idea, my product, my invention, my art, you know, whatever it is. You know, this is this is how the top 0.1% do it. Um and and this is, you know, and if you want a book about achieving that uncommon level of success, then this is going to be the book mm-hmm. for that. Oh, that sounds marvelous. So, you know, you're you're talking about writing all these books and the book you've written and the one that, that, that we're we're, you know, talking about today that is written. When did you start writing? How old were you? Uh, let's see. Well, you know, when I first started writing I was about sixteen and I, I wrote I was I was into um, I was writing like fantasy fiction type stuff. And I wrote a little bit here and there, but I didn't really pick it up. I didn't pick it. I didn't really start until I was probably about 31. I started putting together notes over the course of two or three years for Reality Creation 101, which I finally started writing when maybe I was about 34 or 35 or something. It took me about, really took me 
about five years when you count all the notes and, and, the, and, and working through the resistance to actually start writing. Um, but, you know, once I did it, you know, I made in, in 2008, I made this decision that changed my life forever. And that decision was because, you know, up until that point, I've been really wishy-washy. I'd start things and stop them and start them and stop them and never really follow through. And I made the decision that every single thing I start, I'm going to finish from this day forward. And if I'm not going to finish it, I won't even start it. And it changed my life. And I, you know, since then, I've published, you know, 22 books. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so to 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 kind of tie this in with your your writings, when did your spiritual journey begin? Was it before or after you started writing? Uh, it was before. Um, it probably started when I was about 29, roughly. Um, I started. I I was I was really really wanting to change my life, and I was I was starting to get into self help books and. The self-help books sort of, you know, turned into spiritual books, and it's interesting because a lot of the spiritual writers will disguise their book as sort of as more of a self-help, but then it turns out to be a spiritual book, um, which mm-hmm. is a great trick, you know. Um, and uh, I, I got into spirituality, and I just couldn't get it up, and I, I just I read and read, and I dove in, and uh, I loved it. Um, and uh, that was probably the beginning. I started meditating when I was about 30 or around there, and... Uh, you know, and, and it went up and down, you know, periods of time where I was meditating, you know, for, you know, barely like twice a week to all the way into when I was meditating three hours a day every day. So it's, you know, it's... Wow, and, and now, three course, hours I, a day every a, day? Ooh. Yeah. That's a long time to meditate. That's amazing. Well, we're coming up to like our last almost three minutes of the show, Chris. I mean, it went it went so fast, and this was, was such fun, and it was so interesting. Uh, what is the, the last thing that you would like to leave our audience with? If there was one thing I could say, it's what changed, what has recently changed my life and probably will, will, will help me to do, maybe, maybe perhaps do amazing things, is cut everything away and pick the one thing that you're the most passionate about and do that one thing and don't let anything distract you from it. And that would be it. Mm, that's that's great advice. So, you know, Chris, uh, can you quickly tell everyone how they can find your your book um, and give us the title of your book exactly as it is. I know it's awake, uh, Alive, Awake, Aware, but give us the exact title and where they can find the book and your website. Alive, Awake, Aware, Authentic Power Through Spirituality. This is on Amazon.com. If you type in Christopher Pinkley, uh, P-I-N-C-K-L-E-Y, on Amazon you get a list of all my books. Alive, Awake, Aware will be right there. Um, you can always find I, – I do have a website for my coaching, ChristopherPinkley.com, or you can go to my blog, which is becoming more and more where I'm at, ChristopherPinkley.typepad.com. Wow. Well, this has been um, a wonderful half an hour spent with you, Chris. Uh, I hope that when you decide your book, your, your next book is done, especially the one on the personality, you contact me so you can come back on and uh, share it with us because it sounds like an incredible book. I'm very excited about it, Kat. I appreciate very much being on your show, and, and, and thank you for asking about that. It would be an absolute pleasure to come back. Oh, well, we look forward to having you. So thank you, everyone, for being with us tonight. we got to go, but make sure you tune in again next Wednesday 
for some more wonderful guests with incredible stories, ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Canada Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Canada. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week. 